You're listening to the official Scottish Rugby Podcast with Caroline Blair and today we're delighted to be joined by Caitlin Gould, Rugby Development Communications Manager for Scottish Rugby and today we are delighted to be looking ahead to the Tenants Women's Premiership final. It's finally upon us. Uh, Talk to us about the game and tell us a bit about the background of it. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, we've got our final this weekend, Saturday the 28th of January. Um, and essentially it's been 12 rounds of rugby um, with our seven premiership teams that have led up to this big final. So um, it's going to be Stirling County versus Christoph and Cougars. Um, Who, who've both been playing really well Normally, yeah so um sterling county they they got to the top of the regular league season with 11 out of 12 wins which is just incredible in fact their only loss was actually to um Christoph and cougars oh, so that makes it really hot. makes us really exciting um this weekend um and cougars were close behind them in second place in the regular season um so they had 10 wins out of 12 so yeah, it's been a highly competitive season where kind of each week we've been previewing every single round. We've not really been sure who was going to come out on top. And that's what's so exciting to see um, in the women's game is that we're at a place where it really is at the top end of kind of competition. And looking to that final then, you've mentioned the two teams that are in, in the final there. I think what makes it exciting for a fan, if you've been watching the Premiership highlights that are edited and put on Scottish Rugby TV, you have really seen a competitive season in there too. Have you noticed uh, an increase in interest as a result of that? It makes it a bit more exciting, especially in a season where there's not going to be any relegation. We're looking to expand this league at this point. Yeah, 100%. I mean, from a highlights point of view, this is the second season that we've been pulling together a highlights package. And um, already, um, I think just about four weeks ago, we surpassed our viewership from the previous season, which I think says so much about how much interest there is and people being able to catch up on the best of the action from the Premiership. Um, and it's been really exciting to see how many people have been taking such an active interest um, in that top flight of the competition. What I'm noticing as well is um, when I'm doing work, going round the clubs and speaking to to the players there is is that there's really it feels like there's a really exciting growth in the game and um, the way that a lot of the the young players are speaking about the the female the Scotland women's team about the thistles there there's a real energy and a real um, drive to to grow this game from the club level too. Are you finding that in participation? Are you finding that? by having a really exciting product in the Premiership and like this league. Are you finding that that's translating to an increase and in in a growth in part? Yeah, participation. 100%. So um, all of our players um, across the game, they register themselves on um, our player database called Scrums. And we've noticed that year on year, the women's player numbers, they're just growing. Um, and in particular, in different pockets um, where we haven't seen that growth previously. So for example, up in the northeast of Scotland in particular. Um, so this season in the Premiership, Geary entered the league. So they earned their promotion from National 1 last year. And that's the first time ever we've had a women in the north of Scotland, a women's team in the north of Scotland in the Premiership, which is amazing. And they've only been on the go for about 10 years. So for them to have had such an upward trajectory to now be at the top flight, um, it's inspiring that pocket in particular um, in the country, of the country to, to get to that level. And it's really helping them drive participation. And they're kind of on the cusp of now having a second 15 um, which you never could have dreamed of. I'm someone who's originally from the northeast, and it makes me feel so proud to see people from my community rallying behind their local community, their local club, to drive participation in the women's game, and for them to also reap the rewards of that 
um, and now be playing such competitive rugby. Um, it's it's so exciting. It's interesting too because I mean, if we look at Sterling Wolves, they had a really quite a difficult season in in the um, Super Six, and Geary likewise. You can't you know you can't hide behind the fact that they have had a difficult taking that step up to the Premiership is really tough. And actually, what we've seen this season from the Tenants Women's Premiership. It's a, it's a really tough league. And, and and with the eighth team coming in, what are you expecting? I know that I'm jumping ahead of the, the final, which we'll talk about in a moment, but what are you expecting? If you look at last season, this season, what can you expect from next season in terms of how it might how it might evolve? Again, I think it's just going to have an increase in, in competitiveness. We've now got Stuart J. Sirens. They're going to be our eighth team next season. Again, they've earned their promotion from National One. So again, to have a team from a different pocket in the country is really exciting. And as you say, I think that will just make all the teams kind of step up. Um, one thing that we have noticed, and I think particularly for the likes of Stirling County, something that has paid dividends to them is the fact that they've had a lot of their under 18s players coming through their pathway and now enter the senior squad. So they brought up 10 um, youth players from their youth pathway into the senior squad this year and them being able to bring them in and the fact that they've been able to play at that competitive level and then get to the final, it shows um, a really good system and I think that will just make all other teams make sure that they're um, applying just as much um, energy into their own pathways and, and to, into their own pre-seasons to make sure that they're ready come next kind of August, September to go again. I'll carry on that pathway journey in a wee moment, but first you're still playing yourself, aren't you? Yes, I am. So I play for Dunfermline Women. Uh, whoop, whoop, go women. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, I've been playing uh, like on and off for ten years. So funnily enough, um, like some of my first tryouts were with Giri. Um, and then when I moved to Edinburgh for um, my university, that's kind of when I dipped my toes in the water. I'd always loved rugby. Um, my dad kind of brought it into my life um, and I just kept going. And then when I moved over to Fife, um, I made the decision to move to the team there. And yeah, they're just a brilliant bunch of humans. Talk to me about joining because I was having a conversation with a friend recently and she's just recently um, started at Madras. They had an open day and this was, I thought, a really good idea. So she was taking her wee, her wee boy to Madras schools and she decided, you know, alongside it, they're running this open session really to get more women involved in the game and it was brilliant so she's got childcare on one side of the pitch and then you know her husband was also involved in the coaching mm -hmm. so there's a full family day out and she never touched a rugby ball she'll be in her late 30s and been you know and it was just fantastic so it's getting over the line I guess isn't it and just having the confidence to go to a club knock on the door and say Ah, yeah, yeah, 100%. But I think for anyone who is currently in women's rugby, they know that no matter where you go, we're such a tight-knit, close community and we're so welcoming. Um, so I think for anyone that's interested and wants to pitch up to their local club or their nearest women's team, just absolutely go for it. As you say, like knock on the door, see what it's about. You don't have to get into the contact straight away. Um, I think we're a really um, like empathetic group of people that we know that it, it's all, it can be quite daunting when you come into the, the the sport initially from that contact point of view but you can build that up really naturally and really easily um, and as you say like we've seen so many 
um, kind of like mums or, or people who are at a different kind of age and stage of their life come into the game um, and thrive. And that's been really exciting. And something for me in my job is I've been able to write loads of amazing case studies about these people who've been coming up. And again, hopefully that acts as a little bit of inspiration for people that are thinking about it, but they're just not quite sure. Um, but yeah, like women's rugby is absolutely on the rise at the grassroots level and it's really exciting. And if you can't get to Stirling this weekend, how exciting the fact that, I know I am, I'm, I'm selling it, but it is actually, it is really exciting that it's going to be streamed live. That's quite important because we can't get there this weekend uh, owing to, to childcare reasons with, with our youngest. So I'm thinking, well, it's great. I can, I can actually watch watch it live as opposed to having to catch up on the highlights too. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, again, the first time that we're able to broadcast that live. Um, so our coverage will start at 1.20 um, on the Scottish Rugby website. Um, and we've got really great commentary lined up. So we've got Stuart McFarlane, who's going to lead our commentary. Um, and he's just absolutely fantastic, um, a real champion of the women's game. Um, and he's going to be joined by Kayleigh King, who is the vice captain from Watsonians Women's Rugby again she is um, a really um, fantastic character she's got a lot of knowledge and I think what will be really great from her is she's been someone that has played against both Stirling County and Cougars all through the season so I think she's going to bring some really uh, interesting insight into the different players and at the style of game that they're both trying to kind of execute um, and I think it's just a really great thing that for anyone that's not able to get to that game as you say for people who are in the northeast of Scotland or are down uh, in Dumfries or whatever if they want to access it they can um, and they can see the, the top flight of that competition fight it out for the title. Oh, you've sold that really well. And if you are able to go to the game, as you say, it is a 1.30 kickoff. Uh, but I did see on Sterling's Facebook page that I believe the bar will be open from about 12 and Certainly catering will, will also be provided so you're in for a good day. Um, looking again, we we're talking about the pathway there and the journey going forward to the, to the ultimate. We've seen this year in a Rugby World Cup year where your career can take you and it is a really exciting time um in, in the women's game for the awareness i guess around around that end result um taking a step back from that we now have the thistles talk to us through the the process with the pathway and how uh, how it's working and how you see it working yeah so um that's something that we've introduced um this year the scottish rugby's introduced um and it's all kind of stems from our women and girls strategy which was launched um last year and essentially um as women's rugby keeps growing, we want to make sure that we're able to keep up with that um, kind of competitive uh, standard that's been set by so many just world-class teams. Um, and for us to be able to do that, there's a bit of a um, kind of gap that we need to bridge. So the concept of the Thistles um, is that we can pull together some of the best players that we've identified um, from the Tenants Premiership, as well as some of our contracted players, um, as well as other players that are maybe playing in um, like the Bucks Leagues, the Universities Leagues, um, and pull together our best talent, give them really competitive opportunities um, with other sides from our home nations um, to help grow their skill set and, and hopefully lead them um, into um, a shirt with a thistle, a Scotland thistle branded on it. So um, yeah, that, that's kind of the concept is to really give those players a chance to develop their, their skill sets at a competitive level. Uh, obviously these things don't happen overnight and there will be a lot of a lot of people out there who are maybe wondering if is this the right way to do it is it that you know there are how, how do you grow the game in that sense um it is in your mind is this the right way it feels like there's a real good feeling from the women involved in the game too that this is this is a, a great way to do it 
Absolutely. I mean, we have to take a step somewhere and I think this is a really um, exciting step. And I mean, this year alone, um, for, for all the nations involved, it's a trial year. Um, so we'll see where we get to this year. Um, I mean, you can see from the result last weekend, it was just a margin of a couple of points. Um, so that's really exciting um, to see that it is as competitive um, as it is. And again, we've seen some of those players from the Premiership play such a key part in getting those points on the board. So Roma Fraser, she scored the first try. She's someone from Cartha Queen's Park who's been involved in, in the Premiership this year. So um, it's definitely uh, a great step um, to help our players develop um, so that they can take that next step into national squads. And I am very confident that this weekend when we are watching the Tenants Women's Premiership final, there will also be many of the players putting their hand up for a place in Brian Neeson's squad uh, as well, you know, and looking at the thistles too. Uh, it is a really exciting time. Yeah, 100%. I mean, um, for this weekend, um, we've got a number of Thistles players, um, kind of squad members listed. So um, we've got Emma Turner, who's a captain from um, Christoph and Cougars. Um, we've got Lucy Kidd from um, Cougars. Um, and we've got Katie Lindsay, Sky Fimster, Kira McDonald, all from Stirling County. So to have some of these players um, involved this weekend, again, that's just a really great advert for um, the women's game but again that'll give people who are watching at home or are watching at Bridge Hall an insight to some of the most exciting talent that we've got um, for the future of Scottish Rugby. Well Caitlin Gold, Rugby Development Communications Manager for Scottish Rugby, thank you so much for your time. You did mention Emma Turner and Katie Lindsay there so let's have a chat with you ladies now. So Emma we'll start with you. I mean the fact that like, I mean, poor Katie's saying you a bit. The fact that Sterling's only defeat this season <laughs> was at home yeah. at your, at your. I mean, it, you took the spoils that day. Uh, does that does that make this little exchange a wee bit awkward? <laughs> um, I don't think so. So they actually did the same to us um, last season. Um, oh, we so went, Yeah, we went unbeaten um, the whole first half of the season, and then we went to them, and they beat us, and that started our downfall for last season. So we thought. Um, Payback was only only right. right. Um, but then they came to us and beat us at our home, so it's like one for one, all to play for. I mean, that you know. sets yeah. this weekend up pretty pretty fiercely. Looking ahead then, Katie, what are your thoughts? Are you looking forward to this one? Yeah, I'm really, really, really excited. I'm really excited. So Cougars, are always, they always play with a lot of heart, so it's, I'm also really nervous about it. Do you know yeah. what, what is it? Is it, the, is it the big occasion? Is it every game? How do you approach a game? Well... I was at County, I've never, never had a final, so this is a first for us, so you get the initial nerves around that, and then it's always such a close game against you guys, and it's just... I have to say, I love, I'm sorry to interrupt, <laughs> I love the body language. <laughs> it's almost like, I wish we could be playing it out there. Mm. We're currently in the studio at BT Murrayfield, overlooking the pitches, and it's almost like you're itching to get to this <laughs> final this weekend. Talk to us then about it from your preparations then with the Cougars. What's it been like building up? Are you treating this game like any other game, or is there that awareness that this is the final? Um, so we haven't really stopped. We've just continued to like tick over, and we are kind of treating it as any other game because we don't want to 
mess anything up or we don't want to think but obviously like there's a massive buzz training numbers have been so high intensity has been so high and everybody's just really like searching for perfection even at, at training level um but yeah we're going to go into it just playing as we normally do like any other game but obviously there's a massive buzz around it oh, is that a similar sort of situation at sterling would you say yeah um there's a massive buzz around training right now and we are not treating it like any other game we have we are really serious about it eh? so we're one for one this season and um, <laughs> it's just it's really really exciting do you, i mean obviously you you would respect any opposition yeah. that you would have had and you would have faced in the final but is there a wee extra layer of fun the fact it's going to be Kirstorf and Cougars versus Sterling County <laughs> do you think that this is the result that you know this is the final that you your teams probably wanted to yeah yeah, yeah I think so I think um obviously it's always been like your Watsons or your uh Hillhead yeah. and things and then for us both this season coming and beating them both like I don't think anyone else deserves to be there other than us two yeah Katie, talk to me about your rugby journey then. How did you get into rugby? Uh, so I started not that long ago. It'd be maybe three years ago. So how old were you then? That would have been about, what, eight? So I was 17, just, just um, on the cross of 18. And um, I started going along to the Dunfermline training, just the ladies. And they were still a development team at that point, just maybe starting their development league. And um, as soon as I turned 18, I was right in game whenever I could. It was quite hard for us to get a game just because we were just starting off but um no we progressed and they're doing really well now i love to hear that so you you started at 17 mm-hmm. what about you did you um, um, i started you... a little bit younger just being around the club um but then uh played at but it was royal high cougars at the time um when i was 17 literally turned 17 got disinstated went my first senior game but um yeah been in the club for since i was in high school so I think what's really interesting about this chat is usually when I'm speaking to, you know, the, 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 your, your male counterparts, mm-hmm. they are, they'll generally say that they've been playing since they were in school in a lot of cases, you know, it, it's it's some, often in the teenage years as well, but there is sometimes a bit younger than that too. And what's really exciting about rugby at the moment is the game really, really is growing. And if you start to go, go to clubs, as we were I was speaking with Caitlin about earlier, if you are seeing younger and younger faces getting involved earlier in the game but what's really exciting about you two is that you both did it in your teenage years when there Mm -hmm. tends to be a lot of drop-off for sport uh, in general and you start to realize that there's other things that you could be doing but but actually what we see is a real attraction towards rugby at that sort of 16 17 corridor yeah and and i find that really interesting i think it's maybe to do a part with obviously at that age you're searching for some kind of you want to be involved in obviously rugby is a great community so it's very welcoming and it's like open doors open arms so that's that's why I went along yeah and what about you you were already in the club weren't you because your your dad was a coach yeah my dad used to coach the um the team so I was kind of around the team went to training with them and things but I was always the one in the little bib that you can't touch (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah so and then like they were just always so welcoming and I always like just strive to like try and be them and I couldn't wait to just like start playing as soon as I could. And there's clearly a, a, a passion there too but there's all, I'm guessing there's also a, a, quite a broad age range within your respective yeah. teams would yeah. you say? Yeah. So do they, mm-hmm. I won't say older, I'll say <laughs> do the wiser heads and that experience, does, does that balance work quite well then with the younger players coming through 
then you'll have, I'm assuming, older women in your team too. And here you are captains, both in your early 20s. So from the leadership side of things, do you enjoy that role? Um, yeah, um, so I just um, kind of absorbed everything. I was like a little sponge. Um, and I've got really lucky to have such experienced players like on my team and things. Um, so when I got asked, I just felt like I'd always been like raised into it because um, experience and things like you just can't beat having players helping you along the way. Um, so I, I really enjoy being captain. I'm quite a cool head on the pitch. Uh, unfortunately, some of my team are a bit more hot headed <laughs> than I You're would be. You're being very diplomatic. So, yeah. I'm kind of the, the voice of reason, maybe the one that tries to talk them down and talk nicely to the ref. So <laughs> like, that's why I continue to, to be captain. But um, yeah, I, I love it. So can't complain. Yeah, um, the older heads in our team are, they're just an asset. We've obviously had Megan Kennedy just come back and reintroduced into the playing squad. She's also part of our coaching squad. She's been massively valuable in our forward pack. We learned so much this year. And then you've got heads like Rachel Shanklin and Jodie Hutton in the backs. They've got years and years of experience and they all have like a sense of they're like a little family kind of thing so it brings a lot of the newer and younger girls in together who have played through age grade together and our leadership is Elsa and, and Jodie so them together work really really well and it opens opportunities for people like Katie Ainsworth to step into roles and speak out on the pitch and everything so we all play a part in our leadership currently. I think that's what we get from rugby, isn't it, as well? You get, you know, every voice needs to be heard in a, sc a squad environment for that because of the nature of the positions and, and the way it works. So it's it, it's it means that you can find your own space within that too. And mm -hmm. looking ahead to this weekend then and the culmination of a lot of hard work over this season, no relegation given the nature of the Tenants Women's Premiership and the growth of the and the expansion of the league to eight teams. How have you found this season with that in mind because there isn't a drop-off point I guess so every team that you've faced is secure in their place has that impacted or are you just finding that it's just such an exciting league this season yeah um, I think the league this season's been unpredictable everyone's just stepped up their game and there's just the involvement of every club's went up and I don't think anyone's thought of the relegation or I don't think that's crossed anyone's mind and it's maybe we've just took that for granted next year <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well enjoy it this year yeah <laughs> I think it's just been so competitive like every game like there's no like easy game like everybody wants to win every single game so it's like you can't there was no drop-off point there's no relaxing game like you just have to turn up every single week and play the best you can do you look to the Scotland women's team and a target that for yourselves and be look at what they're doing and see that incredible achievement of reaching the first <coughs> women's rugby world cup in 12 years and see that as something to aspire to in four years time is it do you consider that as part of your rug own rugby playing journeys yeah i think that was like insane and like the actual like thought that like you could 
be there like they all started somewhere and some of them started like where we are mm-hmm. now so like it's insane to actually think and like that's obviously like the dream and the goal um so yeah it just shows what hard work can do yeah and to add on to that it's it's inspiring it's not just inspiring to ourselves but to like you get the little kids running about and you see them coming to your games and your clubs and that's really inspiring that's all to do with these ladies in the women's team who have achieved so much and then them themselves come in you see them round about at your club or some some of them have come to watch several games I know Chloe Laurie's been yeah. to a couple of your games and it's just it's really inspiring to see it's not like they're so far away in the distance mm-hmm. they're around you and they're very involves you and everything eh? uh, so yes we've got the Tenants Women's Premiership final this weekend. Mm-hmm. However, while you might be rivals now, <laughs> you then become teammates with the Thistles. How does that work? Yeah, so it's exciting. I really love playing against friends. I think it brings the community of rugby together. I think the fact that you can play hard against each other for 80 minutes and then at the end you can shake hands, hug, and go into a clubhouse together. Like a core value of rugby in the community. Do you, what about yourself? I mean, that I think that's really well put, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You've summed it up in a nutshell that it's that community feeling that you can go hard at it for mm-hmm. 80 minutes. One of you is going to be lifting silverware at the end of it, but the next week you're both on the same team bus. Yeah, I think that um, the fact that we're all coming together in the thistles, like you just learn an insane amount from people next year because they're not necessarily at your club so like they do things differently they've experienced different things and it's just a real learning curve and the fact that we all come together and are then able to play as one coming from total different backgrounds like it's really like a strong point for the game and you can then take that back to your clubs yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's going to be really really exciting this year's been exciting but next next season's going to be massive do you think that um, sometimes when we're in the thick of something, are you are you able to appreciate how exciting this time is at the moment, or do you think you're very much just going with the flow of all of these amazing things that are, are happening for you at the moment? Probably just going with the flow. <laughs> yeah, it's very very fast paced. <laughs> there's a lot going on. There's mm. a lot like even on social media or like this and that. So. Um, yeah, and also the fact that it's like every weekend, like you don't really have a chance to stop and pause and take it in. Um, but hopefully, once it's once after Saturday, then we'll be able to be like, no matter what, we can mm-hmm. either be the first or the second best in the country. So um, it's going to be great. And then yeah, then we can focus on thistles. Yeah, what a fantastic way to look at that. That is very very good sports person. Like well done. Well, we wish you both the very best with your respective games, uh, your respective teams. Only one of you can come out on top. So this weekend, one thirty kickoff, Stirling County, Kerstorfen Cougars in the Tenants Women's Premiership Final. What a game that is going to be, and it will of course be live streamed on Scottish Rugby TV, and the highlights will be played on Scottish Rugby TV for those that can't watch it live or indeed go to the game. Ladies, all the very best and thank you so much for your time. Mossy and I are going to be back next week. We will be inside the Scotland camp looking ahead to Scotland v England in the Guinness Six Nations 2023. But for now, that's the latest on the official Scottish Rugby podcast. Mm -hmm.